You can't ever leave Luther Trill, dude. Can Live never. from the studio, I'm Jimmy Seleski. I'm Eric Glazer. And uh, if you're just tuning in, we were going over some of our great uh, worldwide cipher times back in the day. We're thinking about starting it back up. So Brandon <laughs> Gilmore, if you're listening to this. <laughs> Brandon Gilmore, Terrence Smalls. Dude, class. Scott. Scott Adrian. I know you're listening to this, Matt. Scott. <laughs> the beef is not squashed, bro. It's back. We set our beef aside for that podcast two weeks yeah. ago. But we're back. Jimmy dude. just brought the beef off ice. <laughs> I did. Fresh, never frozen, baby. <laughs> oh, man. Ah, uh, shit. I got, uh, you noticed all my time pieces. I literally, in one day, co- completely coincidentally, I went on Amazon Prime because I have my third free trial of the year right there now. There you go. And I got a calendar, a watch, and a kitchen timer. And they were probably like, dude, this guy really loves time. <laughs> this guy is efficient. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is either the least punctual or the most punctual person ever, dude. <laughs> I also noticed that you got kind of like a smaller calendar. Yeah, well, I didn't. That's the same the reason you asked what size the lights were. I was like, dude, I don't know because I can never tell on Amazon. Like, I thought this was going to be much bigger than it is. Yeah. You would be astonished at how difficult it is to find a desk calendar that flips <laughs> rings. Like it, it, I literally, it is February. It is early February, and it's not because I haven't been trying. Mm-hmm. I've been looking for the first month of 2021 to find a calendar. That's crazy. Yeah. Actually, last year, I think I told you about how I had the, the calendar when I went to Staples, and it just didn't have December in it. Yeah. And that was like, <laughs> that was at the beginning of the year, and I was like, 2020 is going to be fucked up. Uh-huh. And then it was. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh, okay. Wow, a whole month missing. I wonder what that could signify. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder what's going to happen at the end of this year. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, man. Fucking a timer and a new watch. What kind of watch is that? This is a Citizen, not Echo Drive. Okay. I decided, because before I had my, uh, my other watch that my ex got me, which was like a really nice watch. And mm-hmm. I, it was my first ever watch, so I didn't really appreciate how nice it was yeah. i just thought all watches were that dope <laughs> i was just because that one you could literally like you could set you could it would it would radio in to a tower in denver every night at 3 a.m to what get the, the exact like atomic time how i don't know it had like a fucking elect microchip a satellite in it. <laughs> i don't fucking every night a fucking giant satellite dish would just <laughs> yeah. pop out of the face and just fucking point towards colorado yeah, did you have to plug it in or anything or? no dude it was charged by the sun that's what echo okay, drive quartz. is yeah it was quartz it was charged by the sun and it would radio into a tower and then it would set the time to perfect and then it would even compensate for like if you were in a different time zone it would set it to that time so if i Instant. went to la wow boom it would do it for you if, Whoa. and then it would also do daylight savings time and it would know based off where you are so if i was like in mexico where it's like same time zone but they don't acknowledge daylight, daylight savings, savings time yeah. it would know weird it was crazy and uh huh. then that got kind of fucked up cuz i wore it every day like it was a cheap watch and then i was like you know i really kind of want to watch because I, I do like being able to check the time, you know? And plus, my phone battery lasts for, like, three hours. So if I keep checking the time on my phone, it's just yeah, it's just gone. But this one, I was spoiled because this one, I wanted one with the date. But that one had, like, a perpetual calendar, so it would know that it was a leap year. And Ooh. it would know what month it was. So if it was, like, June 30th, it would just go to the 1st. It wouldn't go to 31. It would skip it. If it was Damn. February 28th on a leap year, it would go to the 29th. If it wasn't a leap year, it would go to March 1st. 
It knew Weird. everything, dude. This one, I was it like... It didn't look like it was like... Because it didn't have like a digital anything on it. It was all... It was all on the inside, dude. That's so weird. It was uh, it was uh, analog acting, but it oh. was digital. And uh, this one, I was like, well, how do I set it for leap years and stuff? And I spent like an hour Googling until I realized, oh, wait, every month I have to fucking set the date. I was like, wait, I thought you were supposed to tell me what date it is. I got to tell my watch what fucking day it is. Oh, interesting. That's apparently how most, most watches work, dude. Unbeknownst to me. But now I have one. I got one with a leather strap because I figured. My brother was like, you're a leather strap guy? And I was like, dude, <laughs> I fucking ding into everything. When I, my walk is like this, dude. I fucking hit <laughs> everything, bro. Like, <laughs> I walk doing the breaststroke. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking, I butterfly through life, dude. <laughs> I need the fucking leather strap. So that's that. Now I got all my time pieces in order. And uh, I've been using the fuck out of the Amazon Prime subscription. Hell yeah. You watching anything on there? Uh, does that also include for, like, watching stuff? Yeah, Prime Video, I think. No, I've just been buying stuff. <laughs> 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 I spent, like, $500 on Amazon Prime in my free trial. <laughs> They're like, all right, dude, Jesus. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> it's fucking three ninety nine a month. watch fucking Sherlock real quick or some shit? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. I'll have to get there's some. There's some good stuff on there. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a couple quality movies. I think Knives Out is on there. If you haven't seen it, Knives Out. What's that? It's like a mystery movie. Like a this uh, mystery book writer. He has like a huge family. He's really old, kind of on his way out, and then he gets killed. Like in the middle of this like family re- reunion or his birthday. I forget what was going on. Um, and then, like, the whole movie is, like, them trying to figure out what's going on with a couple twists and plays on that genre. See, I will watch it if you say it's good, but it's I've good. never been a It has, big... like, an all-star cast, too. Okay, cool, cool, Like, cool. fucking, uh, I think Chris Evans is in it, and... I like Chris Evans. Fucking James Bond is in it. Uh, the, uh, Daniel Craig? Yeah. Nice. And then, I don't know, a couple other people. I've actually just been watching a lot of... I have uh, my mom's Netflix. I have some dude named Gary's Hulu on my TV. I don't know who <laughs> Gary is. I don't know how I got Gary's Hulu. Hell yeah. But I have Shout it. out Gary. <laughs> Shout out Gary. Um, but I've been watching a lot of Family Guy on that, dude. Talk about mm. just, a, just a show you can just pop on and do whatever, too. Old apps or like... New ones? Um, I've been... I think I'm on, like, season 10. I haven't been watching it straight through. Mm-hmm. I've just been, like... I just popped on season... Because I see they have, like, 20-something seasons. I was like, I'm going to go to, like, season 10. Because yeah. I feel like they were in their stride there. That's what I like doing for The Simpsons. Yeah. Where it's, like, the teens, the teen years, or, mm-hmm. like, the, like, season 9, 10, 11, around there, is when they, like, hit a stride. And they're like, okay, this is good. Yeah. I can watch, like, any of these episodes. Yeah, and then I feel like it sucks because I, I accidentally clicked season 20 on it. And, like, within the first three minutes of the episode, I was like, I can just tell this is not the same. Yeah. It was just, like, way different. Well, just, like, it's almost become, like, a parody of itself now. Mm. Where, like, they go to extreme with everything. Well, that's what happens to all those shows. Yeah. I never really watched The Simpsons, but I imagine that's what happened. Yeah, that's that's definitely what happened with The Simpsons. <laughs> but, uh... The news of the week, as I understand it, mm-hmm. is uh, I, and this I think forced everyone across the nation to look up what shorting a stock is. Yeah, all the Wall Street. <laughs> stuff. Yeah, the Wall Street bets thing. Every every like every 
eight months, I have to relearn everything I know about finance. Not oh, because I sure. ever do anything with finances, <laughs> but just because something happens and I'm like, well, I got to know for some reason. I got to know. And mm-hmm. then I look it up and it's like, it's incredibly, like, it seems complicated, but uh, apparently, I guess, I was looking into it and I guess what they did was illegal, but I don't think so. I mean, it might be. I don't really think so. Yeah. The whole situation was fucked up. Like, the whole the whole thing about them, like, just, like, with Robin Hood and just stopping the trades and shit like that, it was yeah. like... Yeah. I mean, it definitely, from, like, the outside perspective, and I've been trying to, like, follow it, too, and um, I tried to, like, I rode the wave a little bit off of um, Dogcoin. Dogecoin? <laughs> Dogecoin. Dogecoin. Um Dogie coin. Mm-hmm. I made like hundred bucks off of it. Oh, you actually? Oh, you actually yeah. rode the wave. I actually rode the wave. Dude. You made money off Dogecoin. I made money off Dogecoin. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, son. It was pretty cool. <laughs> I still have sweet. like money. So what I did was like, I just put like fifty bucks on it, and then like when people started talking about it a little bit, because I was like, oh fuck, I definitely missed the train on the GameStop shit. Yeah, like that's obviously over. It's over. Um. But then I was like, Ooh, what are the rumblings? A little doggy coin? Yeah. Let me Elon put 50 Musk. bucks in there. And then, like, Twitter trended it or whatever. It, like, instantly shot up, like, I bought it at, like, two cents. And it was, like, on its way to, like, seven, eight cents. Nice. That's valuable. That's valuable. Dude, it was, like, instantly, uh, I don't know, it's like 200 bucks from a $50 investment. So then I just took 50 bucks out. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm going to get my money back that I put in, and then I just had the rest of it still there. See, that is... I, I thought the same thing. Like, as soon as I heard when everybody was making all this money off GameStop, there's always that initial thing where you're like... You're like, God damn it. Yeah, because... I'm not going to miss this get-rich-quick scheme. <laughs> my theory has <laughs> always missing been... missing all of them. <laughs> my theory has always been, once I hear about it, this ship has sailed. Because no. I'm not on fucking Reddit, dude. I'm not on these fucking underground forums it's not even underground forum yeah it's just like a forum. well i saw it when it i saw it when i got to 50 bucks a share mm-hmm. and i was like oh, i already missed it because yeah. it went up from like 10 bucks yeah it like started out at 10 bucks apparently the whole situation for anyone who wasn't following it was for like the last like half a year to a year this like hedge fund who owns a bunch of gamestop stock i think a bunch of hedge funds a bunch of hedge funds but yeah. like everyone was kind of just like artificially driving down the stock price and then putting shorts on it Mm -hmm. so then it would basically just be like a fucking money machine yeah and they said shorts which immediately like triggered in my mind i was like what does that mean and so i looked into it and i've watched like the big short like two times yeah yeah, yeah, and i'm like i don't really even know (laughs) see the housing market makes sense to me because with that situation they just took a bunch of mortgages that they knew uh, like they would just give a mortgage to anybody. Cause I remember my mom was a mortgage underwriter back in, and she still is. And she was back then as well. And I remember in 08 when the housing market crashed and she got laid off and was unemployed for like a year and a half. But before that she was telling me like, yeah, we would take loans and we weren't even allowed to ask like what your income was or like if you had a job or like we literally like you couldn't, it didn't matter. You could get yeah. a loan for anything. And they made money off of basically just giving people these big ass loans for any amount of money. Cause there was no, you know, prerequisites and then taking those loans 
and selling the, lo- the loans to somebody else and be like, hey, this guy and this guy and that guy all owe you like $400,000, so give us X amount of dollars. You take the mortgage. And then those loans never wound up going through. So everybody was playing hot potato. Yeah. With the, and it was like a big gambling game on who's going to be caught with it when all this shit defaults, you know? Mm-hmm. So I kind of understood that. But with the GameStop situation... I mean, that's kind of how this situation was too, though. Yeah. It's like uh, these big companies were like taking the stock price down, taking it down, taking it down. And then people like slowly started to notice it. And then mm-hmm. more people were getting those stocks that they're like selling for uh, yeah they're borrowing low them. amount of money yeah yeah I, i'm not sh- i still don't really technically know what shorting is but it's like so based off of what <laughs> we, <both don't> know. <laughs> we know dude if you guys are listening to finance cast i'm the fucking wolf of york road baby listen to me <laughs> listen to me um basically the game stock stocks GameStop is a business that is slowly going down on its own. Mm-hmm. It's not. I don't think that the the stocks were being artificially manipulated downward. I, what shorting is is you have a stock, right? Let's say the stock is worth ten bucks, or let's say a stock's worth a hundred bucks. I like bigger numbers. Stock's mm-hmm. worth a hundred bucks, right? I come to you and I say, "Yo, let me borrow that stock, not sell it to me. Just let me borrow it, and then I sell that stock." for a hundred bucks yeah i get that hundred bucks in my pocket i have the stock uh, that guy has the stock now but i have to give you back that stock because i only borrowed it from you so then over a certain period of time let's say it's two days or two weeks i go and i buy that stock back to give it back to you in hopes that by the time i buy that stock back it's gone down in value yeah so i'm hoping that i sold that i sold that stock for a hundred the one that i borrowed from you but i have to give it back from you to you because i borrowed it from you so in two weeks i go back and the stock is worth 70 bucks i buy it back i give you the stock back i've made 30 bucks yeah you get it that's essentially it but then they do that with like thousands upon thousands of stocks and then in this case i think game stock stock i think their value share value was like somewhere in like the single low double digits and then the wall street bets site they all started buying the stocks up, which rose the value to like $400 a share. So now these hedge funds that had like thousands and thousands and thousands of stocks that they had to buy back that they sold for $10 a pop now had to buy back all those stocks at $400 a pop. Yeah. So it wound up becoming like a billion, billions of dollars of losses. Yeah. And they then, lost like 50% of their capital. And, and fucking Robinhood just cut it off. They said, we're yeah. done. I mean, I think a lot of uh traders did that like a lot of traders basically were like hey there's too much volatility we're just cutting the buying of these stocks yeah but we'll let you sell them Mm -hmm. and a couple of them apparently were like forcing people to trade like they closed out people's options or whatever i don't even know well they were saying that you can only sell you can't buy Mm -hmm. so they were only allowing people to that had the stocks you can only i don't even i don't even know how you would do that how do you if if you can only sell, then how do you buy a stock? I don't I don't fucking know. This is why I don't get involved. This yeah. is why I stay clear of all this shit. Because at the end of the day, it really is just gambling. That's all it is. Yeah. It and is. and people get all dressed up in their suits and Rolexes and nice shoes and go to a big building and, and have cool luncheons and shit like that. But at the end of the day, there is no difference between doing what they were doing with GameStop than me and my friends gambling on Monday Night Football. I mean, at its essence, really, there's yeah. no difference. 
Uh, which is why I prefer to just bet on football because that way <laughs> I only lose like At least whatever. I understand when yeah. I lose. <laughs> I get it. I get it. There's no all these convoluted shit like that. Yeah. But well, uh, it's been pretty like depressing to see like people be like, yeah, me and my wife got a loan from her father for 65K and we bought at the peak. <laughs> And now we're down like fifty thousand dollars. See, that's <laughs> that shit is. It's like just sad, but kind of funny in a way. Well, that's the downside of the story because when you look at this story, like when I was saying in the beginning, um, the thing that pisses everyone off, I think, because again, it's kind of a gray area on whether or not what happened on Reddit was legal or not legal. But to me, that doesn't matter um, because at the end of the day, pump and dump. Which is I essentially don't really, I don't think it's illegal because there's no there's no knowledge of like insider trading. Like there's no knowledge like all of the information that they gathered and were like, you know, mm-hmm. all right, this is why we should do this because yeah. this the data they had to give to this publication for mm-hmm. the month of January is their stock is now a hundred forty percent shorted or mm-hmm. whatever. Like Yeah. And then they're like, Okay, so Let's see. Let's see. Let's wait for the lowest number possible. Not even say let's all buy in, but just be like, hey, here's this information. Make your own decision. But then that leads to a lot of people buying in. Yeah. And then you see that jumping off to people making a lot of money. And then by that time comes around, we learn about it. The and real, then, the real like retail investor, like yeah. the real like day traders. Not even day like. Neither like, was day trade. Yeah. <laughs> like literally, we see it and we're like, "Oh shit, would that be a good idea to do this?" Yeah. And we get in at the height when everyone who rode the way up now they're getting off because they're like, "We don't know how, this is like volatile. Yeah, we don't know and this shit's going down." Mm-hmm. So then, like, it ends up, it still ends up being like the poor pays for the rich. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of weird. It's just like people outside of the regular what you think wall street Mm -hmm. system like everyone on that like reddit they're all kind of trying to be those wall street guys yeah yeah it's not like they're that much different even though i kind of like i kind of like the narrative that they were spinning where it was like we're doing this to fuck over wall street like this is you know occupy wall street part two blah blah blah. let's take the money from the fucking hedge funds Mm -hmm. that's a great narrative but also like you hurt one of them, and then everyone teamed up yeah. to stop it. Yeah. And, and I it, think that's, like, the bigger issue that's going on that's that no one's really talking yeah, about. Yeah, <laughs> like, that, exactly. There's Well, to, to address your first point, yeah, the reason the reason why it's such a gray area is because, like, for instance, we were talking about, I, I mentioned Wolf of Wall Street earlier, and what he was doing was a classic pump and dump thing where he had his brokerage firm, and they were literally calling people up, they're all their clients, and cold calling people and saying, hey, we got this stock, we really think you should get into it. And it was like some bullshit penny stock, a stock that was like $10 a share or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, I'm telling you, man, this company's about to blow up, you got to buy these stocks. But they're selling them stocks that are actually in nothing. Yeah. And so they're getting all their clients to continue purchasing these stocks, raising the value, and then the brokerage just sells them all off. And then they get stuck, they get all the profit, and the people who bought the stocks get fucked. Yeah. So that's, but the difference between that and this is that that was like a single firm that was doing it. This was kind of like a, it's hard to say it was like collusion when it was really just a bunch of random people 
kind of getting together and saying, yeah. let's just all buy this shit and pump it up. So it was kind of like, it was like the world's biggest practical joke almost. You yeah, know? that's why I think people are calling them like meme stocks. Yes, and then you have the other side of the coin, which you were talking about, which I think not enough people are talking about, which is, yeah, there's a, a, a good amount of people, I'm assuming, that made tons of money on this, like those Reddit guys. Um, I think one of them made like $10 million or something like that. Mm-hmm. So now he is the 1%. So now yeah. he's got to get kicked <laughs> off Reddit or something. But it's like how many people bought yeah, I mean, into it? He's probably going to get a fucking job offer yeah. from one of those big firms. Probably, like. <laughs> probably, dude. But how many people bought into it as the wave was about to crash and people like you and me who lost a ton of money? Like you were saying before, the, the family who, you know, uh, le- borrowed 65K and then lost it all or something yeah. like that. So it's like, yeah, that the rich so got screwed, crazy. but also a lot of regular people yeah, got screwed, too. a lot of, too. like, poor people who were like, finally my way out, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, dug a deeper hole. And that's what's, that's what's uh, uh, you know, something that at first everyone kind of, including myself, I was like, yeah, fuck those motherfuckers, dude. And then I was talking to uh, one of my friends about it who's like, you know, way more savvy about it than I am. And he was like, yeah, but there's, I was actually sitting at the bar on Friday um, talking to a couple older guys, like seven in their seventies, classic bar banter, shooting the shit. Yeah, and they were just saying like, yeah, but there's a lot of people that are just like you and me that lost big on this too. So it's you know that's you know you have this tendency. People have this tendency to look at things like this, and and forget that okay, yeah, hedge funds. Uh, you know, you think big billionaire people, but a lot of those hedge funds were invested in regular businesses and stuff like that. So like, and yeah, regular people have like their retirements. Retirement. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, you screwed over the big hedge fund guys, but you also screwed over like all the regular working class people that had their retirements in there too. Yeah. Well, I mean, it depends on what kind of place like Melvin Capital was. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. It could have either been like you know celebrities fucking accounts, or it could have been you mm-hmm. know mom and pop shops or whatever. Yeah. It's uh. It's it's just. It's, but who knows. It's, it's cr- also, I think today everything was like on the rise again. Cause I think they put in like, if a stock is like loses more than 10% in like a certain day, they'll stop all short selling mm. on it for like that day and the next day. So I think that happened like today. And instantly, once like the hedge funds couldn't short the stock, and try to like bring the price down it instantly started going back up yeah yeah which is like oh interesting so there is definitely some weird mm-hmm. manipulation going on yeah it's just it's i think the thing that that really gets me is that this is stuff and and people have a good point when they when they kind of cheer this stuff along even though uh all the things we just mentioned are realities as well because these are things that these big guys have been doing since like the dawn of time mm-hmm. you know and so and we've never had really access to the amount of public like connection that we have now with the internet where regular people can influence the market to that level yeah and so now you're dealing with a situation where holy shit people are capable of doing this and it's almost like it's kind of like that too big to fail thing that they said in 08 where it was like well, if if we don't bail these big banks out, then the economy is going to fucking collapse. Yeah. Because there's so many different banking institutions tied up into this that they're all going to fucking go under. 
And that's going to destroy everything. It's going to destroy your life. It's going to destroy not just their lives. It's going to destroy everything. And so they kind of have to pull the plug on it. Yeah. But it's annoying because they've been allowed to, in their little, like, circle of people, they've been allowed to just continue doing it on a small level and make tons of tons of millions and billions of dollars off of it. But it shows that, well, if this system can only function for a small amount of people, and if a bunch of people get involved and, and do the exact same thing, it collapses our entire economy. Yeah. Then that is exhibit a of why this is a practice that shouldn't be going on and it only ever happens when somebody who's not them benefits you know yeah it's kind of like a one-way street yeah where they only and to be honest like their whole jobs are just to basically all right how can we get away with like doing the most without breaking the rules. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they like specifically have people to be like, all right, so you could do this to kind of like bend the rules a little bit, or mm-hmm. you can do this, and it's totally legal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I saw another thing happen. Um, like it got into like my YouTube algorithm because I like watched a couple stock videos. Everybody, I think stock videos. Yeah, I would have. I should have bought stocks in stock videos. Oh yeah, because <laughs> those things went off the fucking charts this week. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but there was apparently like a a flash crash in like 2010 or 11 or something, where this guy in England, he like lived in his parents' house. He like um, was trying to like get into day trading and shit. And he noticed, like, um, this, like, pattern in a couple of the stocks where, like, basically bigger firms were, like, using programs to buy, like, thousands upon thousands of shares and selling them. Basically, what you're talking about short selling earlier. And he basically, like, made his own program to do that, Mm -hmm. to, like, fight the other people. So, like, when they would sell a share short, he would just buy it, da-da-da-da like instantly yeah and he would just do that like for like two million transactions a day Mm -hmm. basically and the the only way he got caught was because he was in a different time zone and apparently the story is like his mom called up the stairs and asked him to come down for dinner so Mm -hmm. he like closed his program and like shut his computer off at like (laughs) seven whenever over there but this was like the middle of trading hours for the U.S. And once his program stopped running instantly, the stock, like the Dow Jones index, just stopped and crashed for like a second. And people are flipping the fuck out because they're like instantly like thousands of trades just stopped completely. Like people are losing interest, whatever. And then a second later, it went back to normal just because like, People in the U.S. No, no, no. People (laughs) in the U.S. were, like, still trading. But his program was, like, causing so much activity in the market that it took it down, like, 400 bucks instantly. He was making, like, $900,000 a day doing that shit. It's just insane the amount of money that can be made doing it. Every time this stuff happens, it makes me think, like, I could do it. He went to jail, apparently. (laughs) They didn't like him making that much money. Damn, dude. See, that's, that's what's annoying. It's, like... Who who fucking went to jail? That's that's all that gets me, dude. 
Whatever you got to do with the stock market, again, I'm not involved. I got $1,000 in IRA. I don't even know what's going on with that. Maybe that tanked. If I look at my IRA now. <laughs> you had it all in GameStop, dude. <laughs> yeah. You could have been a millionaire. Yeah, GameStop. Yeah, I look at my thing now. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like $6 billion. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Now I can get a new fucking mic I just broke. Yeah. Four billion of them, as a matter of fact. Um, but it's, I don't know, dude. It just. Yeah, it just, it just sucks whenever you see something like this happen. And instantly, like, everyone on the news is like, fuck these guys. Like, da, da, da. they try to, like, spin the narrative already for the people with money. Yeah. Like, instantaneously. But I have noticed that this is one of the things. I think this is almost a good. I think it's definitely a good thing because this is one of those things that this is a unifying topic. Yeah. Very few people are not on the same side of this issue. And Yeah, this was, like, kind of a unifying meme. Yeah, we needed we needed this this GameStop. We need a GameStop for this because I talk to people that I've never agreed with on anything in my life that were both like, yeah, fuck them, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. Of course. So I think it was a net good, a net good for society. I just wonder uh, you know, what's the next step? Do we make shorting illegal? You know, like there's got to be some level of regulation on what goes on because this stuff, you know, if you, again, if you take it to the extreme and this is what happens, then it shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. And then, you know, and it just annoys me that there's so many people that just make their money off of doing this type of shit, you know, adding no real value. They're just, look, if, if, if finance guys just stopped acting like their job was any more legitimate than a, than a poker player. <laughs> I would I would be okay. I just get annoyed when these people go and they ha like I said they fucking wear the nice suits and what they don't want you to know is all they are is professional gamblers. That's all they are. And so if they just like toned it down a little bit, just wore like a t-shirt, <laughs> jeans, hell yeah. They just dressed like me, then I'd be like, I like these guys. This guy's dude. an average Joe. <laughs> this guy's average Joe. <laughs> I have respect for this guy now. But yeah. So, but again, in the long run, unifying topic for everybody. So, mm -hmm. a net positive for the country, a net negative for anybody who hopped on the wave. But again, take this rule and run with it. If you're somebody like me or Eric or somebody else who pays no attention to this shit and you hear about it, it's too late. Yeah. The time it would take to set up like a trading account <laughs> or like <laughs> deposit money into your IRA to buy that shit. Yeah. It, it would already be over. Yeah. I was trying to set up a gambling account for uh, sports betting like a week before it was made legal. <laughs> like, by the time my account was verified, I'm like in jail. I'm like, it's legal now, dude. I can do this. <laughs> it's the same thing, dude. Who knows? That was, yeah. uh, that, was the big, that was the big thing of the week. That which, was the uh, big thing. Uh, another big thing was that lady who got like kicked out of the basketball game for like yelling at lebron did you oh, see that i, I saw like one I meme that about just happened it. today or like last night yeah it was recent i saw something about it on barstool and i didn't look into it what was that so it was like this like white woman who was like getting escorted out of like the fucking la stadium i don't even know what the fuck it's called i don't watch basketball Laker but Stadium, maybe. Laker Stadium. The Staples Center. Staples Center. That sounds right. Staples that sounds Center right. sounds right. Um, but she was, like, getting kicked out with her husband. She, like, she cussed out, like, LeBron or some shit from, like, the sidelines. Um, and her whole argument was, like, 
he talked shit about my husband first, and then I said, fuck you, <laughs> and da, 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 and it all happened, and apparently all that LeBron said was, like, old steroid ass, <laughs> and then the picture of, like, her husband is just straight up, like, yeah, he's he's roided. He's roided <laughs> for sure. He's just, like, an old man who has, like, too many muscles. Was his... And it's was, completely unnatural. Was her husband, like, a rich and famous guy? Like, why were they front and center? Probably, like, a business guy or whatever. Probably a GameStop rep or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) He just got rich, dude. He's a cashier at the local (laughs) 902. It's like, yeah, I make 400 an hour now. (laughs) So I went next door in the strip mall to GNC and just got a whole bunch of fucking supplements. Hell yeah. Yeah, they only paid me in stock. (laughs) Fuck, it worked out. (laughs) In stock and HGH. (laughs) And Lakers tickets. So I took all the above and I went and I said... Fuck you, LeBron. But uh, yeah, why? I don't even think the husband was involved. Or like, I think it was just like she just started going at him because I think he saw the dude, made fun of him. She was like, "Fuck you, fuck you," and he's like, "Oh, fuck you, bitch." Well, and why then is he allowed she to just make fun out. of people? Why is LeBron allowed to make fun of random people with no consequences? All right, let me look this up because I may I may be throwing him King under the James, bus, dude. dude. That's not very kingly. Maybe throwing him under the bus, dude. Yeah, look up, look up this this story because I'm interested to know because apparently she won. From what I saw, the meme was like this woman single handedly like took out LeBron or something like that. So apparently, whatever she said was fucking awesome. So he called her courtside Karen, which Ooh. is a good one. Wow. So Juliana Carlos was kicked out of the Lakers game in Atlanta Monday. She's an influencer, of course. Okay. Sounds uh, like it. She stood up and removed her mask to yell at the athlete. <laughs> 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 About last night. To say things escalated quickly at yesterday's game is an understatement. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, my God. I want to apologize for losing my cool and removing my mask in the heat of the moment. My husband is a huge sports fan and we're passionate people. And let's be real, sports wouldn't be sports without a little trash talking. I agree with that. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> I agree with that. Um, well, it should have been a quick back and forth between two adults got out of hand, and my natural instinct to stand up for the man I love kicked in. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. She's working those angles. Fuck. Her husband, millionaire Chris Carlos. Okay. Exchanged words with uh, James in the fourth quarter. What'd they say, though? Yeah, that's what I want to know. I want to know what was exchanged. Because I, I think you should be allowed to talk some shit. I think that's uh, that's fair. But apparently you got to do it just through the, mask, through the mask. You got to talk shit through the mask. But, uh, you know, if, if like, does LeBron get penalized for this, too? Probably you know? not. Because, you know, if I'm working somewhere and somebody says something to me and I, like, fucking go off on them, like, I would probably be reprimanded or something. Like, you know, there's got to be a certain amount of responsibility. Like, dude, you can't just fucking call people old steroid asses in the crowd, dude. We have a <laughs> Laker policy against that. I mean, maybe they started shit first. All the fucking articles are being, you know, they're not even saying fuck or anything in them. It's kind yeah, of annoying. They're bleeping it out. I hate that shit. I wish people would just be fucking real. 
Yeah, it's like because you know, so this person's an influencer, so I'm guessing she has a fucking PR company right now, pumping out all these like apology stories. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then just giving them enough information not to make her look like a bitch. I'm gonna look her up right now. You said Julianne Carlos because I just want to look at a picture of her and I will instantly Juliana tell you. Carlos. I will instantly tell you. Hey, you spell it with a G or a J? J. Juliana. She's probably like the most searched person ever right now. Oh yeah. Juliana Carlos. Unless Instagram took her off. Carlos. With a C. Got it. C-A-R-L-O-S. 4631. No, she's got 69 followers. That can't be her. (laughs) Well, I can't fucking find her. Which is a shame because I wanted to do the classic thing where I just look at her and tell you she sucks. But I can't. Oh my god, dude. Not what I wanted. We've got a lot of uh, jawing going on. Uh, the front row. And uh, look at that. And now the uh, security is getting involved. And the security is actually... I mean, the referees are actually telling the security they may want to usher somebody yeah. uh, to the... Out, yeah, they like the stop the, the game. Dude. I think this was happening also. Somebody was all over LeBron. Yeah, they're still on LeBron. I think that's what yeah, it is. A few minutes ago, and I know he was glaring into the seats. He's just giggling. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely not taking this too seriously. I, I think okay. LeBron, obviously you he's not see, even he's like not heated. All right, yeah, then I might weird. have to reverse course on my whole tantrum earlier and just say. Sorry, LeBron. You're the fucking best, I guess. <laughs> You're the best basketball player ever. And Okay. Okay, and that guy was wrong for calling you out. Whatever. Boring. Boring. Next. Next. Next topic. Uh, What the hell? Oh. That's some other stuff written down. Yeah, what you got, dude? So I had a fucking thing that happened to me this week that <laughs> I, I just... I um I keep getting like I guess cause I'm looking up like money shit. I keep getting like these ads on like Instagram and Twitter from like it's called like the penny hoarder, but it's always like learn these a hundred tips on free money that you can get if you live in the state of Maryland, and it's like the most like generated like thing. Yeah, just from your fucking GPS and your cookies and shit in your web browser. Mm-hmm. But I'm always like interested by it. Yeah. <laughs> but I saw one today that was like just straight up like that same thing. Like if you're in Maryland, check out where you could find some money. And it's just like a picture of like a couch with like cash in it that someone <laughs> cut out of it. <laughs> it's like, do I have to like cut open my furniture? Cash now? couch, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that in the state of Maryland, <laughs> every lounge chair has money in it? They they used to stuff chairs with money yeah. only in Maryland. They though. found it was more efficient to stuff it with dollar bills than <laughs> stuffing. Why do you think chairs are so expensive? <laughs> well, that's good, dude. I'd be interested to see what the hell's in my couch, dude. There's probably a, a I would say there's at least a dollar's worth of coins and like Cheerios in there. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you trade Cheerios for money? Uh, fucking fucking uh, penny hoarders, dude. <laughs> That's what you take it on there, dude. Cheerio stocks are going up, bro. That's the next thing. 
Cheerios, uh, their stock's probably going down, but Honey Nut Cheerios, I think they're probably way up. They're way up, dude. But all the other variations. What about Frosted Cheerios. They're not I think that bad. Down. Ah. Those are always not bad. I, I liked those ones around Winter Olympics time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel like a snowboarder. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> You're like, am I Sean White? Like, wow, am I in the winter snow right now? <laughs> it's so cool and refreshing. Frosted Cheerios are good. Uh, have you ever had Banana Nut Cheerios? No. Uh, I don't even think they make them anymore, which is annoying because uh, do you ever do you ever slice up banana and put it in your cereal? No. I also don't really have cereal that often. Me neither. I've, I haven't gone grocery shopping in like two weeks after I needed to. So yeah. the only thing I've had left <laughs> is Cheerios. And so I was like eating, uh, I was eating a bowl this morning out of a bowl that I later found out was broken. Because I, I was like, <laughs> just leaking. I like got to the bottom of it and there was no milk. And I was like, where'd all the milk go? And then I looked down, it was like all over me. <laughs> it's like, oh God. <laughs> How did you not feel it? I don't fucking know, dude. I was too busy enjoying my, my dry Cheerios. <laughs> my soggy Cheerios. <laughs> like this, it's, it's been so long since I've had a bowl of cereal that I was like, I guess this is what it was like. I guess I just soaked it all up. <laughs> these are some well, absorbent. How old are these Cheerios? They're so dry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. So I had to get rid of that bowl. But yeah, I'm telling you, dude. Uh, it's weird because I thought that was a common thing: slicing up banana and putting it in there. Now I don't have bananas because mm. I really think you have to be on top of your game as a human being to modulate having bananas because there's only like a two-day window where they're edible yeah it's like you buy them why well, buy them like super green because mm-hmm. i know for like i'm not even gonna remember i bought bananas the next day exactly so i'm gonna miss that opportunity and then like two days after i buy them it's like okay i can eat one of these but i might not like it but i'll, <laughs> I'll do it just to whittle these down just to keep it in your mind that you do still have bananas because if yeah. you don't if you don't eat a banana within two days you're gonna forget you got bananas and then you're gonna look at the top of your fridge and be brown you miss yeah. the whole fucking window right there that's I, what happens every time to me yeah they're like i have mine in like a wooden bowl that i also have like garlic in and shit i just have like random shit in there nice. but i usually put my bananas in there and nice like a week banana. ago <laughs> a week ago i was like huh why is my kitchen smell like old bananas <laughs> and i like oh shit i pulled the bowl down and they were just like starting to like form around like they uncurled on <laughs> over the garlic to like the point where like i had to throw out some of the garlic because it was like in the banana it looked like the banana grew around the garlic oh but I know dude it, it might aren't banana seeds aren't all fruit seeds yeah kind of i mean i think there's like seeds in the banana if you buried a banana you could grow a banana tree I am certain of that. Maybe not in Maryland. Maybe not certain. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> well, because some of um, some of the stuff needs to be like eaten by an animal and shit out. Like that's how like a lot of trees get like passed around is because like the seeds have like a coating on it that needs to be like eaten off oh. before it gets planted. And that could be like an evolutionary thing because only the good tasting stuff will get shat out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's like, okay, okay, cool. Yeah. So, well, and it's also like a way to like, you know, if you're, if you start off as one tree and like the shit around you that drops, it's like, okay, yeah, you're just going to keep like building out from a center mass and slowly grow and expand from there by like just random seeds falling and but still staying in that certain area. But if like a squirrel eats it and then like goes a mile over that way, shits it out. Now you got two trees doing that same shit. Yeah. You can't, yeah, you definitely can't grow a banana tree in Maryland, but 
is there anywhere like in the country you can? Because I feel like bananas are like one of those things you can only grow in like Argentina or something. Yeah. Like super. I feel like most of them are grown. Yeah, like most of our bananas don't come from the U.S. It's got to be where places where monkeys are, right? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, because I don't <laughs> know if <laughs> yeah, that's what but I'm thinking. Also, probably not Africa. I don't think bananas grow in Africa. I think you it's sure like mainly that? like South America shit. Oh. I feel like bananas grow in like the rainforest or something. <sighs> monkeys in Africa eat like what do they eat? Mangoes? Are mangoes in Africa? I think mangoes are over there. Papuas? Papayas. 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 <laughs> That's how you say it. That's a fruit I don't know. Papuas. what. Papuas? <laughs> Papuas. That's a fruit I have no idea what it is. A papaya, dude. Papaya. If you show me one, I'd be like, I, I never seen such a thing, dude. I don't know. I was just watching. I was watching um, Planet Earth and watching. Where are bananas from? Asking Siri. Okay, good, 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 good. What do we got? Where do bananas come from? (laughs) (laughs) When a man banana and a woman banana love each other very much. Oh. Evidence of banana cultivation in New Guinea dating as far back as 8,000 BC. Dude, that's why I said Papua, because Papua New Guinea. Ooh. It was somewhere in there, Domestication found in Southeast Asia, in the jungles of Malaysia. That's why I was thinking jungles. They domesticated the bananas? Yeah, because I think cause, well, so like, um, like banana bananas. Like, if you were just to find like a wild ass banana in the wild, it would be like a short little chode. Yeah, like it'd be like a thick outside. You couldn't handle it, dude. It'd be all over. You couldn't the place. handle it, dude. Scientists have been fucking giving bananas dick pills on farms <laughs> to make them like huge. <laughs> So banana originates from the Arabic word banan. Okay. But which means finger. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, also, uh, its scientific name is Musa sapientum, which means fruit of the wise men. Okay, yeah, because sapien, homo sapien, is thinking. Sapien. Sapientum. Actually, I think that's what homo sapien means. It means man who thinks. And that's us. We're men who think. Homo sapiens sapiens is us. Um, which is a very, very arrogant terminology considering we're the people who gave us the names and we're like, yeah. we're the ones who think. <laughs> it's like, dude, I'm pretty sure other animals think. I don't know how much they think. Not to the extent of us, dude. They didn't think about naming themselves the one that thinks. Yeah. They didn't think about investing in GameStop. They no. didn't fucking think about any of stuff. idiots. Dude. Not a single <laughs> chimpanzee invested in GameStop. Yeah. I mean, they say that, like, you know, if you put, like, a hun- like a thousand chimps in a room on typewriters eventually they'd write like the works of shakespeare uh-huh none of them got game stock <laughs> none of them dude but if you put a thousand losers in a chat room on reddit <laughs> eventually they <laughs> like, will crash the economy yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> and that's just the laws of the universe dude i didn't make that up i didn't make that up Yeah, I also saw that Costa Rica apparently puts out a lot of bananas. Costa Rica, known for bananas and dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. No, one and the same. One and the same, dude. Uh, yeah, everyone says like oil is like old dinosaurs being. I think I think oil is because I think dirt too is. Uh, I think all soil is is just every living thing 
plant yeah, animal. Yeah, that's all that's it is. That's like what a compost is. You yeah. can really put anything in there and then make dirt. Which is wild. And I guess oil is like all the really old stuff. Like dinosaurs. I imagine dinosaurs to be like oily, kind yeah. of. Unless they were birds like, like they lizards. say they were. Well, I think it's like everything. Birds aren't oily. I think oil is basically just like once dirt gets like composed, like composted yeah. Compost or something. Dirt. I don't even know. <laughs> you got to, yeah, yeah, you got a composter for your compost and sit on that for like 10 years. And then you got black yeah, oil, gold, baby. black gold. <laughs> yeah, I don't really even know where anything comes from i know where two <laughs> things come from i know where two things come from i know where diamonds come from i think yeah which is like coal pressurized coal right? which is coal is just wood right yeah burnt wood mm-hmm. and then it gets like buried super far underground eventually and the pressure of the overground pushes it down it becomes a diamond yeah and apparently they're not actually that rare i don't personally understand jewels and gems to begin with like i don't understand the appeal of them i don't know yeah like well i mean they look cool i guess but also yeah they're mainly their price is mainly driven up by just people having monopolies over it yeah yeah so yeah diamonds i know where they come from and i know where pearls come from Hmm. because pearls are uh when a clam has a bunch of sand in its mouth and just like chills with it for a long time Hmm. And then you open up a clam, and there's a pearl in it. Weird. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that one. Pearls come from clams. I always wondered where they came from. Well, I know they came from clams or, like, oysters and stuff. Yeah, I don't know if you can get oyster pearls. Hey, look it up. (laughs) (laughs) Can oysters make pearls? I don't think so, dude. I feel like they could. If a clam can do it, I think an oyster could do it. Well, oysters are pretty much the best clams. Let's see. Oyster. They're all mollusks, right? Yeah, whatever a mollusk is. Oyster pearls. Any results? How do oysters make pearls? How stuff works. Ooh. So apparently they do. Got them. Wow, dude. All right. They have a prettier, like, sometimes oysters can have, like, kind of pearlescent insides of their shells. Yeah. That's kind of why I assume mm-hmm. that. Do you like oysters? Not really. They're kind of... they. Just like kind of weird texture to me. Yeah, kind of sandy sometimes, and yeah, I don't know. I don't understand how it's like an aphrodisiac either. Probably because once you eat an oyster, literally anything else tastes good. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Probably because once you eat an oyster, you're like, I, I'll eat you out. <laughs> Just eat a fucking oyster. Like, there's no way. <laughs> I don't care if you haven't showered in days. Like, I yeah. just ate. I just ate rock slime. <laughs> <laughs> rock slime. I think I swallowed a pearl. <laughs> fucking no. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's definitely by comparison, and yeah. then uh, well, because I mean, and then when people eat oysters, it's like okay, you like oysters, well, you put like a spoonful of like horseradish on it. Yeah, I yeah. don't know how you can taste anything outside of that, plus the fucking like butter and bacon drizzle and Ooh. herbs or oh, whatever. You're, take, you're thinking they're going crazy with oysters, and it's oysters like, Rockefeller. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's what you were talking about. But yeah, you know. Everything else is what you're in it for. Yeah. We're talking about the Maryland fucking 
squeeze like what a my lemon. dad does. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he puts bacon and shit on it? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. But I you're talking about just like cracking an oyster open, mm-hmm. maybe putting like cocktail sauce in it or, horse or whatever, mm-hmm. something, a little flavoring. Yeah. It also could be an aphrodisiac only because... Uh, the consistency? Well, maybe that, but also because they're expensive. And so... I guess. Take a girl out on a date, you drop big bucks on like $5 an oyster... That's like saying, like, I have so much money, I'm willing to spend 60 bucks on something neither one of us are going to like. <laughs> and then she's like, wow, you wow. really do have money. You got waste your money on oysters money? That's big time. There you go. That's big time, dude. Or or maybe they're so expensive because there's a chance you might find a pearl. True. I bet there's, like, I bet there's some shit in, like, oyster processing. I bet they, like, scan everything. Because that'd be crazy if, like, if you just got, like, a fucking $2 bag of clams and you found, like, six pearls in there, you know? Like, it's that'd like be the, too lucky. It's the original lottery, dude. The original lottery. The original, <laughs> let yourself play, bro. Let yourself play. I bet they fucking, I bet they weigh everything. I bet they, like, x-ray the oysters and if they ever see pearls coming through, they're like, all right, great. Let's get six more of these. That'll buy the next boat. <laughs> I well, first of all, how expensive are pearls? I don't know. I don't think they're that expensive. They're also considered like a. They're considered like an old woman jewelry. Mm-hmm. Like a pearl is for like an older woman. Yeah, like a pearl necklace. Which yeah, which is not really for an older woman. A pearl necklace, like what I'm thinking of, the sexual act of a pearl necklace. No, I'm talking about the necklace, dude. I guess that's for any age woman, really. A real pearl necklace uh, is for older women, but <laughs> what? what do you think is the real pearl necklace? It's not a chicken or the egg. Well, Definitely the euphemism came after the real thing. I, no, I think that what happened was, <laughs> I think that what happened was, is a guy came someone busted on someone was like, wow, that would look nice as jewelry. Like, have you always had that on your neck? And then they were like, I don't know. I'm done trying to find. And then they were, then he took her out to eat oysters because he was like i really gotta get this girl all aphrodisiac up so she lets me give her another pearl necklace again tonight and then he found like an actual pearl when he was buying endless oysters to try to turn this chick on and then he was like hey Hey. now you can always have a pearl (laughs) necklace always remember how i bust on your neck (laughs) all the time (laughs) well into your old golden age (laughs) Maybe that's why, because it's like you just give, like your wife turns 50 and you're like, all right, you don't let me do that anymore. So here you go. Just take this. Take it. Take this. But it's also like once you make something like an old woman thing, then no woman would want to get that. You know what I mean? Like nobody wants to be given a thing that says like, hey, I couldn't help but notice you're old now. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't help but notice you are well within the pearl age range. Yeah. I so. wonder if pearl, is pearl in there along with like the, like there's like. The fucking silver and gold and whatever anniversaries, like the however long those are past marriage, like um, five, ten years or whatever. Is there a pearl anniversary? I don't think so. I think there's definitely a... What, the silver is um, 25 year, right? I don't fucking know. Gold is 50. Definitely gold is 50. Um but I think those are the only two that matter, really, right? I think there's yeah. like I think there's technically <laughs> the seventy five year anniversary. Yeah, it's like when you buy each other gold fucking tombstone. Teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, diamond encrusted tombstones. <laughs> we made it. Iced out tombstones. 
Yeah, diamonds. I think um, it, my only my <laughs> the priest at when they're lowering your casket into the the ground, he uses a diamond tester to check yeah. if your tombstone is real or fake. <laughs> <laughs> my only two my only two uh, encounters with pearls have been both from songs, and um, the first song was uh, Kenny Chesney's song where it was um, oh, that's a good stuff. You know that one. Mm-hmm. It's a good song. And in one of the verses, he's like, She wore a string of pearls I gave her when our oldest son, Earl, married his high school love. So I gathered from that song lyric when I was trying to figure out what a pearl was for, that it's for like a nice thing that like you and your wife kind of like accomplished together. Like, hey, we had a son who married somebody. Yeah. Here's a nice, like, this is for you. Like an occasion thing. It's more of an occasion thing. I don't think it's for anniversaries. But... That was contradicted by the other song. Here you go now, you're an old bitch. <laughs> officially. Officially. Let's make it official. You're old as fuck. Uh, the other song was Jimmy's Chicken Shack, String of Pearls. She wore a string of pearls. All I got her was a something, something, something from the trash can. So whoa. either... Whoa. <laughs> so, so either... Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy from Jimmy's Chicken Shack was dating a very old woman, or, or his dick was the trash, or yeah, and he was busting on her. I, that, you know, I think that might be what that song is about. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I think that's what String of Pearls, dude. String of yeah, dude. No, there's more references. <laughs> there's more references to like sexual related stuff when it comes to pearls than like jewelry related stuff, like Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam's about cum, dude. <laughs> cum jam, dude. <laughs> exactly. Like, like there's only like there's it's only an like, inside joke. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Crab's daughter. Pearl. Pearl. Named after semen. Named after semen. <laughs> Known slut. <laughs> Known slut on that series. <laughs> the biggest. Didn't she like SpongeBob? Uh, I think she liked him at like the end of one episode. That's enough. Like the dance episode. Oh, yeah, 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 she did. But then it also turned out that it wasn't actually him or something. Oh, that would be classic. I don't even know how. <sighs> I don't even remember. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack. In SpongeBob this. is on Amazon Prime. Oh, Prime great. Video. Okay, so there turns out I can do other things than spend thousands of dollars on Amazon Prime. I can watch SpongeBob <laughs> and get to the bottom of this. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. See if there's any hidden messages in there. I'm sure there is. Are they still making new episodes of that? I have no idea. No clue. Oh, Manscaped sent me... Manscaped sent me my charger, finally. Ooh, nice. Uh, They sent it to me for free. I thought about it. I was like... Because I had... The charger, I just kept plugged in at all times, Mm -hmm. which I think, you know, everyone does. Yeah. Um, Because otherwise, it would just be dead all the time because I'm not going to remember to plug it back in. Um, so where so am I, just, I putting a charger? Yeah, exactly. Other than the fucking wall socket. Yeah, it's in the wall socket. It stays in the wall socket. My wall socket happens to be like literally in my sink. Yeah. So like <laughs> it's just it's can't be can't be safe. But uh, I had it in there and it rusted out like five months ago. And so for the past five months, I've been like scissor trimming my balls and stuff. Like <laughs> I told you about that. You had to crank the the motor <laughs> manually. I had a push mower. <laughs> 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 great times dude fucking old school trimmer i wonder if they did have it like like that i don't fucking know um but uh i finally reached out to manscaped oh shit the heater is on i was like why is it still hot <laughs> Jeez, oh jesus here we go a nice plume of smoke 
Um, so I reached out to Manscaped and I was like, do I play this celeb card here and be like, hey, you guys sent us a bunch of free stuff. We're kind of endorsed by you guys. And I kind of just want like a charger, some more ball wipes, something like that. I was going to hit up Natalie personally, mm. email her back after like two years of no sales and be like, hey, <laughs> Natalie, I'm out of ball wipes. And as you can guess from this message, I haven't trimmed my balls in a while either, which is why I need the ball wipes. And uh, so I didn't do that. I just went to customer service and I typed in anonymously, like a like a normal, like a normie, like a yeah. normie. I was like, these guys don't even know who the fuck I am, dude. Just coming at them, <laughs> real modest. I was like, hey, my lawnmower 2.0, I need a charger. And they were like, oh, cool, we'll send it to you for free. And I was like, they knew, they Damn. knew, <laughs> they knew it was me. Or they just have great customer service. Yeah, that I I you choose to know. believe that they were sitting in the office and they were like. Oh, Jimmy Seleski needs a new shark. This came into our VIP mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. Right away, Mr. Seleski. Let's get you that free charger. You know, we make other people pay for this. So I got it. It took like, I think I got USP, USPS over month shipping, apparently. It took like a month to get there. I was like, where did you guys? They were like, I think you were lying when you told me it shipped. They were like, we shipped it. And I was like, no, you didn't. You didn't <laughs> ship it, dude. I don't believe you. And I finally got it on Wednesday. And I trimmed everything. I trimmed my chest, my stomach, mm. and I forgot what my body looked like. <laughs> <laughs> You're that hairy? I was like, dude, I, I got some serious chest hair. It's not like unkempt, mm. but like it definitely was noticeable. It was like a beard for my body. That's crazy. Yeah. And I trimmed. I was like, were well, my nipples always this far apart? Like, <laughs> like, dude, I look like a different person. The I unanipple. Was, <laughs> I only have Wait, one there's two nipple. of them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it kind of changed my whole fucking outlook, dude. I just, and I just, I just, I, once I removed, once I trimmed my chest and I was like, I'm going to trim my balls. And I was like, I'm going to get a haircut too. I'm just going to get rid yeah. of every fucking thing. Start dude. clean. Yeah, dude. And the guy, the guy took my sideburns up to like way too high on here and I look like a, I think that's why I look like a little kid. Yeah. Because I have like little kid sideburns. Look at that. That's a little kid. That's not bad. I like it. It could be a little bit lower, but yeah. I always have the struggle of like, like I never know when I should cut my sideburns until it's like too late. Mm -hmm. And I look like a fucking Beatles member or some shit. (laughs) Yeah, you look like a mutton chop. Yeah, like, come on, dude. (laughs) Well, it's. Why did no one tell me I looked like this? (laughs) Dude, no one tells men how to groom. Like, no one really ever tells you, like, how to shave. No one tells you. Where you're supposed I got to taught cut how to shave with like a fucking popsicle stick. Really? That doesn't work in real life. <laughs> it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't help you. <laughs> it was just like a thing that like I saw my dad shaving. I was like, oh yeah, have some fun. Here, we'll put fucking shaving cream on your face. You get some popsicles. We can all shave together. There you go. But like, that doesn't help now. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dad, dad, can you come over? <laughs> can you tell me how to really shave this time? There's so many like male grooming things that are, that people, you look up a YouTube video and they say it like it's like such common knowledge. You're like, this, the eyebrow is supposed to line up perfectly with the center of the, like the each side of the nose. That's where your eyebrow is supposed to end. Oh, for real? I, I definitely like, cut mine way too fucking yeah. deep. I just have like the full ass razor and try, to, <laughs> and try to keep it in the middle. Like for real. I'm not even joking. 
<laughs> and every time I do it, I'm like, why do my eyebrows look so far apart? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Girls know how to do. Girls draw on their eyebrows like every day. Yeah. And men, we don't even we don't even know where they're supposed to be. <laughs> Half the time, mine are missing. Yeah. <laughs> I have no clue how this stuff works up here. And the sideburns are generally supposed to be right at the middle of the ear. Mm. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I never thought about it, you know? Yeah. And no one tells you. So apparently that guy didn't know that either at the barbershop. He <laughs> took it up too high. He didn't know that. Well, I think sometimes they take it up high just because they're like, all right. And like, you know, a standard barbershop week, it'll finally look good. Yeah. Yeah. It does take it does take a certain amount of time to grow. And so I always time my haircuts for like a week before I do anything. Actually need yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it like, it takes every time... Every time I get the same haircut, it's like the first one I've ever gotten the haircut. Yeah. I'm like, what do I do with this? It's like, yeah. oh, wait, I've always had this hairstyle. And it's always, and it's not even like, it's mainly just like letting yourself get used to it, too, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't think normally it's ever like too crazy. Yeah. Although I've definitely gotten some like bad haircuts before and they'll like grow in fine in like a week or two. Mm-hmm. But also, like, guys' haircut is like not too hard to do. I yeah. mean, yours is a little more, like, stylized and shit, but for my haircut, I could just do it myself. Yeah, you I do really it yourself, too. Yeah, you do it yourself, you give your, and you give your fucking eyebrows the buzz cut, <laughs> yeah. do the whole thing. <laughs> I cut them deep. <laughs> and I put those little slashes in them, too. Yeah. I put the little Drake heart on I my, did. I my did get line. one of the best parts. See that? Yeah. I got, like, this is the best part I've ever gotten. I always ask for this, dude. Nice. It's so cool. It's so cool. <laughs> I always say, yo, can you give me the black guy part? And they do it. But uh, this time there was a black guy in the barbershop. And I was like, can you still give me the black guy part? <laughs> and they left. Can you give me the black guy part? <laughs> See what that guy's probably going to get. Can you get that to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. We had a fucking scene at the barbershop. I'm not going to say what barbershop I was at. They didn't do anything wrong. I just want to say. They did nothing wrong. Um, but this guy comes in, and uh, he he walks through the front door while everybody's getting a haircut. And uh, the guy, the head barber goes, oh, you Henry? You here for an appointment? He's like, yep. And then he's like, all right, yeah, just have a seat. We'll be with you in like 10 minutes. So he's like, okay. And then he doesn't have a seat. He just stands in the doorway for like five more minutes and then finally sits down. Now, at this point, we're having classic barbershop banter i'm not really participating because mm-hmm. i'm like i'm not like a regular there i'm yeah. just a guy i'm trying to be a regular I'm yeah. trying to be a regular but i don't have the the um the discipline to get my hair cut often enough to become to be a, a reg- regular yeah it's yeah. like oh it's the guy every time i go in there I look completely different and it's like <laughs> i don't even recognize you do you literally you should come in here like twice as much as you do yeah um so i'm just kind of listening but they're basically having the equivalent of like a podcast conversation they're like saying like yo you know the donkey show in tijuana that's a real thing you know that mm-hmm. the donkey show i didn't know it was a real thing i thought that was like a mexican myth i thought that was folklore No, i think it's real i can't believe that's real i can't believe that's legal um but they were all just saying like you know if you're in tijuana like you got to go watch a donkey show right like would you watch it is it is it weird to watch it once just to say you had the experience like that's part of their city's like thing right <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's part of their culture. Thing. That's on their flag, dude. The it's t- also like I think that thing was such like a 
like it was like in the class of like an urban legend or whatever mm-hmm. just because like the idea of it is just so outside of whatever anyone is exposed to at the time mm-hmm. like but then like the internet came out and it's like a doggy show i watched a girl shit into another girl's ass yeah yeah <laughs> and then yeah, into yeah, a yeah. cup yeah but it's so much better live dude i, would, <laughs> I guess you got to see I it mean, live i don't want to see i don't want to smell that yeah i don't want to smell that either i definitely don't think i'd want to smell a donkey fucking a girl um but assuming the donkey has any manners whatsoever he's not going to be shitting and fucking her at the same time true i don't think he's that freaky dude i don't think donkey's that freaky i don't know man i don't fucking know they poop everywhere I mean, they're freaky enough to fuck a horse to make a mule. Did you know that's how a mule is made? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about freaky animals. Donkeys will fuck outside. Donkeys, not only will they fuck Mexican women, they will fuck a horse. <laughs> they will fuck anything, dude. Donkeys are the most promiscuous animal, dude. They really are. <laughs> so, I mean, clap it up for them. But, uh, you know, they're just having classic barbershop banter and just kind of making yeah. jokes and stuff. And like 10 minutes later, this guy stands up and he's like, what, so y'all don't have a mask policy here? Now, mind you, all the barbers are wearing masks. All the people getting hair, all the people waiting are wearing masks, but all the people getting haircuts aren't wearing masks, Mm. which is like standard. That's like, he like, you got the fucking straps around here and they're trying to fucking edge you up and shit like that. And he was the, the head bar barber. I keep on wanting to say bartender. The head barber was, uh, he was like, well, I can show you like the governor's edict. It's, clearly states that like you know people in sitting in the chair while they're getting their haircut are not required to wear a mask the barbers mm-hmm. are required to wear a mask the people waiting and this guy just flipped out and he was like man i don't give a shit about the governor's edict man like i'm a baltimore city emt it's kind of like a white trashy guy kind of mm-hmm. he was like the last guy i thought would make a scene about this yeah like he didn't he had like a white trash accent and everything i yeah, was like Dude. i would have thought he would have been like you guys don't have a mask policy here okay cool that's what i thought that's was what i was happen. expecting to have i was like that's what i thought he was gonna do and then he didn't he went the complete other direction and like like literally fucking went off and i was like it was like super awkward because this guy's like fucking yelling be like man fuck the governor's eating man y'all can everybody sitting in the chair getting a haircut should be fucking ashamed of themselves blah blah, blah like going off and I was like, dude, this guy's got some serious fucking balls to like walk but also in. it's like, that's about to be you, dude. Exactly. And it's also, it's like, even if it's not like, I guess if you wanted to, you could wear a mask while you're getting a haircut. If you wanted to, I'm sure you can, yeah, you know, wow. it's kind of like up to you. But, and, and you think about it, like you go to a restaurant, the servers are wearing masks. The people sitting at the table aren't wearing masks. Like, it's kind of like run of the mill standard shit. Yeah. But this guy just really flipped the fuck out and like one of the other barbers chimed in and was like, dude, like if you're going to make a big scene, but like, why are you even out like this? We're doing we're complying with the regulations. We're doing shit right. And you're just saying you don't give a shit because you think we should be doing something else. And it's like, you know, I get you're an EMT, but like, are you fucking are you Governor Hogan? Are you a fucking scientist? Like, you know, all this shit. Don't you have the vaccine already? Yeah, mate, probably. I would imagine he does, doesn't he? Probably. It's like a literal first responder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, that was just, it just, I felt bad for uh, the guy who owned it because he was being so polite and he like stopped him at the door and was like, look, man, you want to cancel the appointment? That's cool. Um, you know, I'm more than happy to show you the governor's orders so you can take a look at it. And if you want to stop back in some other time, you're more than welcome. Like, well, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like being very kind and cordial in a situation where like, you, I, it's hard to be kind and cordial, you know? Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, you kind of feel like that guy's probably scared now because that's the same type of person that would probably like report the shop and then 
then they get visited by the cops and the cops have to inspect everything. It's just like it yeah. just puts you through a whole bunch of shit that it just it just really does amaze me. My brother was uh, telling me about today. Actually, he was on delivery and he was in a the, the penthouse building in Towson, like 28 Allegheny. Mm-hmm. And um, he's, you know, all delivery drivers have to wear a mask. So he's wearing a mask and he's leaving a delivery on like a high level floor and gets to the elevator and presses it. And there's another guy in the elevator with like sunglasses, a mask, a hat, like everything. And my brother tries to step on the elevator and the guy's like, no, 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 no. And pushes him out of the elevator and keeps going. What? And it's like. Isn't it worse to like touch someone? Yeah. I, I Yeah. That too. But also it's like, dude, I'm wearing a mask. You're wearing a mask. The elevator literally, he was saying like the elevator literally says two people to an elevator. And this guy just decided amongst for himself that that's not good enough. And so now he's entitled to the fucking elevator. Or it's like, Weird. okay, dude, listen, if you're that concerned about it, that's fine. But also, but also it's like, you should be the one getting off then. Exactly. That's, that's a exactly weird thing. Yeah, that's exactly what Dom was saying. He was like, you know, if that's if you want to take an elevator alone because you know you think the building's rules aren't good enough, then you be the one to step off the elevator and say, no, I'm sorry, man, I just don't feel comfortable being in an elevator with somebody else. You take it, I'll take the next one. Mm-hmm. That's what a civilized human being does. Yeah. But this person is so fucking entitled to their shit. It just reminded me of the same thing of the guy in the barbershop because it's like that guy has just decided his own set of rules that now he's entitled to go out in public and tell people who are following the actual rules that they're fucking up because they're not following his rules. Yeah. It's like, dude, then cut your own fucking hair. He had a buzz cut anyway. You could have stayed home and done that shit. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, it just blew my mind, dude. It really did. Yeah, that's weird. That's why, I mean, also, I just haven't gotten my hair cut in a while, too. Yeah. (laughs) Although I think when I did get my hair cut, I had my mask on the whole time. And I was asking my barber, and I was like, are you, like, have you guys been, like, cutting these left and right? Like, yeah. what, what would happen? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, like, it doesn't happen that often, but if we cut someone's mask, we have backups. Yeah. Like, yeah. we'll just give you another one. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, really, that's really technically the thing, I guess, is, like, sure, you can wear a mask when you get a haircut, but, you know, you can also not according to the law so just the fact that he would go in there and at that point it's like okay well if you want to wear a mask wear a mask you know i'm sure they've cut other people's faces or fucking you know heads without masks but uh it just uh did you see the um your brother actually made a video for the wrecker opening Mm -mm. tomorrow oh nice he made a little tiktok for it that they post on records got like thousands thousands of views hell yeah and Oh, wait, I think you might have reposted that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. It was cool. And then Rec Room posted on their thing. And then immediately some fucking Towson U chick is like opening a bar during a pandemic and like something like that. And I was just thinking like, first of all, I was mad because it was your brother's video. And I was <laughs> like, dude, fuck this bitch. And my brother just said something to her or whatever, which I told Dom like, dude, don't engage. Like she was like. Yeah, she's looking for you to do this yeah she's thinking it's like twitter where people are gonna be like yes girl but it's like okay literally all the bars are open already that aren't already open and the record's gonna open in compliance with all the you know restrictions whatever capacity they have Mm -hmm. to have whatever mask rules they have and the rec room is already abiding by all those rules the towson tavern's already doing it the bars next door, the Kent, the Green Turtle, the Point, all those places are already open. And it's like, why 
why would you, I don't know. We reported it for bullying and harassment. <laughs> we both reported it, and it wouldn't, it won't get taken down. But I, I consider that harassment. Why are you harassing a business for for making the for the crime of opening? Yeah, <laughs> for the crime of trying to stay open. Yeah, like literally, <laughs> literally. Um, but they won't remove it. They won't remove it. They nah. should. They should. But yeah, my brother got in a big ass like debate with her, and I was like, Dom, look, first rule of inter- internet debates is. Whoever says the least wins. You got to be brief. You got to be brief. Yeah. You can't go off on a fucking whole thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, he made good points, but I was like, dude, first of all, Rec Room is probably going to delete all this <laughs> because they probably didn't want their, like, hey, guess what? We're opening thing to be taken over by a bunch of people arguing about the fucking election, which is yeah. like a bunch of shit that's like going to, that's not where it got to, but you can, I can only imagine that yeah, as you can more see where more, it's going to go. Yeah. More people are going to funnel in and be like, ha, blah, 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 Trump, ha, ha, Biden, much, blah, blah. And then it just escalates into, and then the rec room's like, so anyway, we're, so yeah, we're opening <laughs> again and Thursday. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, that was the, that was the second most annoying comment on that because Jeez. some other chick said, RIP torrent frowny face. And that made me even more mad. Honestly. Oh, Torrent, dude. I was like, you stupid bitch. You don't even know. You don't even know that it was Wrecker before Torrent. You also don't even, you probably didn't even know if Torrent was good or bad. Probably yeah. Probably were never even in there. Yeah, it was I mean, awful. She, 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 yeah, she probably did know because she was in a sorority. I saw, I went to her bio and I was like, <laughs> so who is this, who is this bitch? <laughs> so I went there and she had like sorority letters in there. I was like, of course. That's of the course. only human being that would be sad that the wrecker is coming back and the torrent is leaving. What other demographic of people would be sad about that other than sorority chicks? Sorority chicks. Sorority chicks. Fraternity dudes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's about it. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been seeing, I've been noticing a lot of that lately. Uh, But on the bright side, the wrecker's coming back. I don't think they're going to have live music yet, but Mm. they're definitely doing something along those lines. Just kind of having, I think I'm going there with Alex tomorrow, just like get a couple drinks and just see what it's all about. Nice. That'll be cool. And now that Alex is the official like ad guy for Rec Room, (laughs) yeah, that's good too. He's the spokesperson. Yeah. Of Rec Room. Yeah, that's fun. Um, let's see. I think I had in my notes for like two weeks ago, but I got in a, I had like my first ever mildly successful tweet in a long time. Um, and it wasn't a tweet, it was a retweet. And it was it was a retweet that Did I you like comment on. Yeah, it I said least? okay. I just retweeted a tweet yeah. and that tweet blew up and, and I, I took, got a, a ton of notifications <laughs> about people liking my retweet. Yeah, somebody retweeted your retweet, like, oh dude, fuck yeah. I'm the fucking I'm curator, up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> they all know where they got the source, baby. Jimmy Call me the library. Everybody's checking me out. <laughs> Um, and it was this girl and she all, she had me in the first half, dude, to quote another meme. She did have me in the first half. She said, when I was in college, I worked at a food truck, um, a yogurt like food truck. Mm -hmm. And this girl got the thing, like the little electronic pad where you type in, like you put your credit card and then she hit no tip and laughed embarrassedly and said, sorry, I'm broke college girl. I'm not going to be able to tip. And uh and then the girl the girl who was tweeting it ended the tweet by saying, "Anyway, I hope you're dead now." And so what? At first, now this is how she had me. Was I worked in restaurants for 6 years. Mm-hmm. 
I've had situations where I serve tables and at the end of the meal, after you've been serving somebody for an hour and a half, two hours, getting them drinks, cleaning up their plates, taking their orders, desserts, the whole fucking nine, that after it's all said and done, they'll stiff you. And I've literally had people say like, sorry, broke college kids. We can't afford to tip. And that's a situation where you're like, then you can't afford to go out. Yeah. Like you, you literally forced but me. But also, I mean, I was going to say we did that. Like we were broke and we went out to like dinner all the time as friends, but mm-hmm. we did always tip. Yes. Yes. He always made sure to tip. Well, everybody has money to tip. Yeah. Everybody. I believe that. I mean, if you have enough money to like get a couple rounds of drinks, you could have not gotten that second round of drinks and yeah, used exactly. that as money. It's like, you know, if you had money, if there was something you purchased. Or like do what we did where it was like the two for 20 at fucking Chili's. Exactly. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. So we each pay 10 bucks and then. Yeah. Stay there for hours. Couple bucks for the tip. Yeah. Stay there. Stay there for hours. Get. Try to see who can get the most refills. Like yeah. basically be yeah. the most obnoxious. Six reloads of chips and salsa. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? We didn't know what was going on, but we knew at least at the end we were going to tip. Yeah. You know, was it worth what they had to do for us? Probably not. And looking back when Honestly, I was in high maybe. school. Like if we like a, a Diet Coke is two bucks. Yeah. If every time you come to my table over the course of two hours while we're sitting there hanging out like we're in McDonald's uh, and you have to refill it, you have to run back to the table ten times, a 20% tip on two bucks is, what, fucking 40 cents? Now, I'm not saying I would tip 40 cents, but obviously there's other stuff in there. But if, like, let's say our check was, like, $11 each or something mm-hmm. like that and we tipped, like, two, three bucks, three bucks probably doesn't cover the amount of work they had to do. I feel like what we would usually do is, like, add... 20% to our individual shit and then throw everything together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. And I feel like that ends up being more than 20% overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It does because, you know, you know, you throw in a couple change here, there, there's like five of us, somebody puts an extra 50 cents. It adds up. It yeah. adds up. This girl uh, was, and then and then she said, her next tweet on the thread was, um, LOL, some of you guys never worked in the food service industry and it shows. And that made me mad because I was like, wait a second. You were a cashier at a food cart. Yeah. Like, you didn't make the food. You didn't even really serve anything. Like, you were the equivalent of, like, when I go to McDonald's and I give the person my order and they say, okay, wait over there. And then it comes up and I hand it to them. And that's that. And it's like, have I tipped McDonald's employees in the past? Yeah, if I had change or whatever or something like that. Well, you don't even tip the employees. It's like a little thing for charity. Yeah. Like the coin thing. Yeah, they don't even allow the employees. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure your employees need this more than fucking <laughs> this kid on this plastic box with a slot. <laughs> this kid's smiling. Your employees <laughs> are not. These guys are not smiling. <laughs> but, like, it was just, I instantly flipped because I was like, I'm not on your side anymore. I'm not on your side because you're trying to identify with something that you weren't a part of like tipping at like a dunkin donuts or a 7-eleven like you can do it but if you don't do it it doesn't make you a shitty person like i just went to dunkin donuts i got my bacon egg and cheese they're not getting paid as a waiter or Mm -hmm. waitress yeah she's not getting paid 325 an hour with yeah. the expectations that tips will cover it up to minimum wage or more. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't have to tip out either, which is probably something she's not even aware of because she hasn't worked in a real restaurant job where, yeah. you know, when I would serve a table, we had to tip out based off sales, which meant I had to tip busboys X percentage, bartenders X percentage. And so if you stiff me, not only did I not make any money on that table, I lost money because I still had to tip out other people. So unless, like, if it was a $100 check, 
I would wind up having to tip like five dollars to all the people, like the runners, the bartenders, and the bussers. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't, if you gave me zero dollars, I just lost five dollars serving you because yeah. I still have to tip that out. So like that's the difference between what actual servers do and what you, which you're a cashier, you're yeah. a cashier. And so I retweeted the tweet and I said, or she said, uh, blah, 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 that whole tweet. And I just said, you worked at a food truck. You worked counter at a food truck. And people, that blew up. <laughs> <laughs> so much so that she found my Twitter and replied, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I'm glad you understand my struggle. Yeah. And Fuck she might have thought she was, I was agreeing with her. But then... I learned you never reply. Never you get reply. your jab yeah. in, and then if they retort back, that's it. That's, that's that. it. You After get- that, you're like, hey, if y'all want to follow me or mm-hmm. support my podcast, links below. My friend just got hit by a fucking motorcycle. <laughs> I need money for their GoFundMe. Yeah, you start promoing like weird Etsy shit. Yeah, <laughs> I sell uh, diva cups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I yeah. mold after my penis on Etsy. <laughs> it's just uh, I was uh, I I'm very scared of getting in Twitter debates because I don't have enough followers. I will get ratioed. Yeah, nobody knows who I am. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say something, and somebody with more followers is gonna say something. I'm gonna get left in the fucking dust <laughs> unless I come up with the coolest fucking thing ever. Yeah, which is why sometimes I want to tweet stuff about even celebrities. But I'm like, what if I'm that one guy where the celebrity sees it and they're like, "Bro, you fucking blah blah blah." Bro, I was actually a fan of, of your podcast until this. <laughs> nobody no! listened to LFTS, <laughs> and I'm like, jokes on you, motherfucker. Nobody does, bitch. You can't. <laughs> Stop me. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Yeah. You can't squeeze jo- juice from a rock, dude. Old Sebastian Maniscalco saying. It's good, though. I don't know if that's his saying. It's a, it's a sque- saying. You can squeeze a fucking oyster out of one, though. Yeah, you can squeeze a pearl from a clam. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. So that was, my, that was my big Twitter beef of the week. Nice. And um, other than that. What, what numbers are we talking Dude, it wasn't big. Oh. I think I had like 20 <laughs> likes. 20 That's likes. Good. That's good for Twitter, though. Yeah. I don't fucking do anything on Twitter. Twitter actually tweeted uh, this week, like the actual Twitter account tweeted five likes is a lot, and it got like a million retweets. Because it's true. Five yeah. likes on Twitter is a lot. Yeah. That's like 50 likes on. I would say back, I used to have the conversion rates down, Pat, when I was a Lyconomist. <laughs> but... Uh, Back in the day when I was very active. Yeah, before in, the Lycanomic crash yeah. of 2008. <laughs> yeah, the Lycanomic crash, dude. The big short of likes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I knew the exchange rates. It was something like it was something like 12 likes to 12 Facebook likes to one tweet twitter like Mm. and a retweet was like oh my god dude you just fucking blew up (laughs) you blew up i remember when i first got a twitter uh my first ever retweet i tweeted at the person and said thanks for retweeting me and my head was like dude that's not how this works you don't thank people for retweeting your stuff and i was like what i have been tweeting for so long and so so nice so nice they didn't have have to do that (laughs) i have to do that they liked what i said so much one person (laughs) But they said, I want the people that follow me to see this. <laughs> and then the people that follow them proceeded to not care and not like it. <laughs> so I said, sorry, I let you down, bro. <laughs> sorry, I let you down. They unretweeted it and <laughs> blocked me. Yeah, after I thanked them, they were like, this is weird. <laughs> Don't thank me. Don't private message me. 
<laughs> I don't even follow you. Asking if I want to get a drink sometime. <laughs> hey, want to get a drink sometime? Couldn't help but notice you retweeted me. Um, Fuck yeah. I had... This is the big thing that happened this week that really grinded my gears. I had... I thought I was done with the whole... Uh, so I talked about it last week where I had my, my routine SCD test and I came back clean. <whistles> clean as a whistle, baby. Um, Uh-oh, but it didn't stop there. But it doesn't stop there. Mm-mm. It's like a strep test. Is it? You got like the rapid test back, but the <laughs> long-term one was like, oh, no, 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 no. You didn't have rapid gonorrhea, but you had slow... No, no, no. Ooh. I didn't have anything. I didn't have anything. This is unhealth-related qualm that i'm about to tell you Un- <laughs> this is part two <laughs> this is part two <laughs> this is a direct sequel to me getting an std test this is this is uh <laughs> this is like when you watch the credits of a movie and then They're you're everybody's the next one everybody's walking out of the theater and then right as you're walking out of the theater a fucking scene pops back on and you realize, oh my God, there's another scene. <laughs> and then you watch the scene and you're like, oh damn, I'm glad I didn't walk out yet. I'm glad I st- sat through the credits. Yeah. That's what this was. So it's not a sequel. It's like a, it's a setup, I guess it's okay. a setup. So not really a setup. I mean, it's over now, but it I sucked. Got set up. I got set up. <laughs> I actually did. I got set up by patient first. And oh, here's shit. what happened. I told you that when I walked in there and they gave me the prices, they're running through the numbers and they said, it, this test is going to cost anywhere between 124 to 299 dollars yeah wound up getting the bill two days later was 168 so i'm thinking okay i'm on the low side of that range like i thought when when they say that i thought it was going to be like when when we say yeah let's do the podcast at like 8 8 30 and it's like 8 35 yeah i thought it was going to be like oh shit here you go yeah we forgot tax (laughs) yeah (laughs) they fuck they hit me with the low end of the range i was like 170 okay i'm cool with that they said um, if we have to send it to an outside lab, it's going to be a little bit extra. Mm. And I said, okay, whatever. Knowing full well that obviously they're going to send it to an outside lab. Whenever there's a potential for more expenses, yeah, you're going to get those more expenses. For sure. Just the way you're not going to walk in. Hey, look, everything worked out perfectly and it's just 170 I get a letter in the mail from LabCorp. LabCorp, dude. They had to send it to an outside lab, of course. Of course. I think I'm done with the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I think I'm like, look, I paid $170 for the one time I ever got tested. I'm clean. That means I'm good. I spent $170 for peace of mind. I spent far more for far less. Mm-hmm. I have. Um, I opened up the bill. $384. What? And that's not that's not including the $170. That's not like, oh, you already paid $170 yeah, no, of it. That's different. $384 more dollars. Why? Because that's their charge for doing the test. So then I'm thinking, what did patient first do? They just took my Was information. Was that just for your appointment, I guess? I guess. I mean, they gave me a cup to piss in and then sent it to another lab. I paid you 170 to hand me a Dixie cup? Hmm. And then you immediately said, well, thanks. We'll mail out your piss to fucking LabCorp. And then LabCorp gets it and goes... It's going to cost $384. Did you call them at all or no? Uh, of course I called them. Dude. Okay. But I didn't <laughs> what know what's... What was their explanation? So my first, my first instinct was the... If I was younger, this is what I would have done. Because I had done this so many times when I was younger. I got a traffic ticket in Virginia. I said, fuck it, dude. I don't drive in Virginia. They can't suspend my license in Maryland. 
fuck them. Next time I go to Virginia for whatever reason, I'll just drive really well. Mm-hmm. I'll just drive really well. Um, and then, of course, uh, I got hit with a, another fine, and they also collect interest on that. And they also notif- Virginia is a state that notifies other states when you haven't paid. So they notified Maryland, and I got a letter from the MVA, Maryland's motor shit, saying, your license is currently suspended in Virginia, and now it's suspended in Maryland until you pay <laughs> no. your shit in Virginia. So then I call up Virginia, and they say, yeah, um, your $200 speed ticket has now accrued to $630. Jesus. That's including your, your missed court date fee and the interest that accumulated over the past eight months. Yeah. They fucking put interest on a traffic ticket, dude. They don't fuck around. Yeah, yeah. So I had to pay that. Oof. I had to pay that. I was 21, 22 years old, and I learned that lesson. I learned that when you get stuck with something, you just got to fucking eat it. Because I'm not going to beat this. There's no Jimmy Seleski versus the state of Virginia Supreme Court case yeah, in my the future. Commonwealth of Virginia. Yeah, the Commonwealth of Virginia. <laughs> um, but on the other hand, this year I got a parking ticket for 50 bucks because I parked in a... When they were like doing construction on the street I always parked at, mm-hmm. um, I parked at a different street and didn't know that it was three hour at a time parking. But it's a residential street, and there's never anybody on there. So I parked there for like five months, and nothing happened, just overnight. Yeah. And then one day I walked back. Uh, actually, this is saying I got a, I had gotten a haircut that day. And I walked back <laughs> to my car with my fresh little little kid sideburns, and I look at the windshield, and I got a fifty six dollar ticket. Some woman just decided I have enough nowhere is else enough. to. Yeah, enough is enough. Fifty six dollar ticket. But I took advantage of the fact that the courts are so, so jammed up with COVID. So I just appealed it. And I said, look, here's the whole situation. They gave me a court date for like seven months out. Like this mm-hmm. happened in July. My court date was actually supposed to be today. Actually, February 3rd was nice. supposed to be today. And uh, I just appealed it immediately. And I said, I explained the whole thing. And then I got a letter a month ago saying, your ticket's been dropped. Your court case is good. You're good. And I was like, okay, cool. There you go. But that's still an example of me addressing it. Because in the past, my license has been suspended twice, both because I didn't pay off my tickets. I just thought, as a 19-year-old, well, I just want to pay it, and then we'll be good. Yeah, let's not forget about it. Yeah, they'll forget. Everyone else will too. (laughs) How are people getting tickets every day, dude? How are they gonna remember me? (laughs) Who's gonna believe them? And uh, so this time, my initial thought, my instinct, the 19-year-old me, was on my shoulder, and he was like, "Dude." Don't fucking pay that shit, dude. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. LabCorp, you're not getting another test ever. I did a bunch of Googling, and it was like, I was like, can LabCorp do this? And they were like, if you if you try to get another test from LabCorp, then they aren't going to do it for you because unless you have fulfilled your balance. And I was like, mm. good, because I'm not getting another fucking test from LabCorp. And then I went on some Reddit post, Wall Street Bets. And they, <laughs> they were like, they were like, uh, he was like, dude, I had a $180 thing from LabCorp. I thought it was too much, so I didn't pay it. Six months later, they put it into collections and like dropped my credit score. Now I can't get a house. And Damn. I was like, okay, I guess God, that yeah. it was the Redditor versus 19-year-old me, who coincidentally was a Redditor back in the day. 19-year-old Damn. me was a Redditor True. back in the day. So yeah. they were like back and forth. Um, so I decided, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through with it. So I call him up, and I get this very nice lady on the phone. Very mm-hmm. nice lady. And uh, I am not a yeller, and I don't complain to people about my problems like they're the ones who did it, yeah. which annoys me when other people do. It's like this lady did not give me this bill. Mm-hmm. This lady does not run LabCorp. 
if she did, she wouldn't be the one answering the phones. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was like, but I got to explain the situation. So I explained it like we were sitting next to each other at a bar. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. So I gave her the whole rundown. I was like, I went to patient first. They charged me this. They said it was going to be a little bit extra. And then I got a, a bill from you guys for $384. And that just seemed like, let me be honest, just seems a little egregious that I'm going to wind up paying $550 for an STD, STD test. test. Yeah. Yeah. And she, she was like, oh, yeah, you don't have insurance? And I was like, no, that's, that's why I'm on the phone with you. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm on the phone. And we went through the whole thing. And I was just saying, like, you know what, what got me the most was when you sit down and, and somebody says, hey, just to let you know, we're, if we have to send it out to another lab, it's going to charge you a little extra, a little extra. When somebody says a little extra, that's like when you go to Chipotle. It's like 50 bucks yeah. in medical terms. But yeah, Chipotle, two bucks for guac. That This is the equivalent of if you went to Chipotle and they said, oh, by the way, guac's going to be a little extra. And you go, sure. And then, and then the guac winds up being $45. Yeah. It's like this guac was four <laughs> times as much as my burrito, dude. Yeah. That's something you should let me know. But the thing is, they don't let you know. No. And that, so it's like, I, I said to her, I was like, man, it's kind of, it just seems like you guys could have literally charged me any amount and I would have to pay it. Like, if I got a bill for $1,000, I'd have to pay it. If I got a bill for $600 or $1,200, something like that, it's like, it would seem that there's a certain point that when the price goes so high up that you might want to call somebody and say, hey, Mr. Seleski, we notice you don't have insurance. Just to let you know, if we follow through with this test, it's going to be another $384. Yeah. At which point I can say, you know what? I'll just keep the chlamydia. I don't. Find, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I'd rather not know. I'll, go, I'll take Eric up on his uh, Planned Parenthood STD test and free abortion deal you were talking about last week. Yeah, dude. man. I'll take you up on that. I would have looked into other options. I'd be like, hey, guys, keep the piss. Keep the piss. Do whatever you want with it. But they don't do that. Yeah. So I just get a bill for 384 and this is how you know it's a bullshit price. Because immediately she said, okay, well, if you pay it right now, I can knock 20% off of that. Oof. So we can make it $300. And I was like, well, the bill doesn't say that. The bill just says pay it in full. So apparently you guys are perfectly fine with me paying it right now without calling you and yeah. spending an extra 100 bucks. I didn't say this to her because yeah, this, yeah. this is me being hostile towards the imaginary person mm-hmm. at LabCorp. Yeah. Um, but then I call up and you're like, uh, it's like you know doing a band gig and I go, oh, they go, how much is your band? I go, 600. And they're like, yeah, we can't do six hundred. I go, all right, two fifty. And it's like, dude, you were gonna, you were gonna, you were gonna yeah. do it for two fifty. You yeah. know, like it's just, it's all bull. It took me back to. Um, I when, mean, it's probably also just them being like, all right, are we gonna get this money? Probably not. Let's just get what we can get. Well, they offer they offer payment plans. They were like, well, if you go on a, pay, they said if we if you go on a payment plan, we can knock 10% off. If you go on a if you pay it right now in full, we'll knock 20% off. And I was like I could have done either one of these things and and it would have been the same price. So it's just it's like that's how you know it's bullshit when somebody can just say, "All right, all right, whatever. Knock on our bucks off." that easily it's like you were fucking me in the first place yeah you were betting that people aren't gonna do that Mm -hmm. it was like when i went to and this was actually a nice thing this guy did i went to that uh absco body shop which is no longer there um right in towson behind baby ghetto and uh i had shoveled the snow off my rental car like an idiot 
and then scratched up the entire hood and mm. roof and everything. And I tried to fix it myself. I tried literally, I thought I was going to f- go to Walmart and get a red <laughs> crayon, essentially, like a red paint pen <laughs> and, and, uh, and like sandpaper and turtle wax. And I was going to fucking fix this Enterprise car up that they would never notice. Yeah. And so it gets to the date. I've tried it and I was like showing my ex at the time. And like my friends was like, hey, can you notice anything wrong? I was like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with this car? I was like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's not going to fly. Yeah. It's not going to fly. So I go, I go to that body shop and I go there all the time because I always get stupid little dings and stuff like that. And I go there and I said, Vince, I need you to fix this car, but I need you to not tell Enterprise that you're doing this. Okay. So just can you please fix it? I need it kind of within the next like couple days, and he was like, "Okay, man. he's an old Italian guy. Okay, mm-hmm. we do that. We do that for you." I was like, "Hell yeah, dude! I'm a good customer there." Yeah. I was a regular at Absco. I scratched my car more than I got haircuts. <laughs> That's how you know I'm a fucking regular at this body shop. So he does it. You haven't lived till you heard body shop talk. <laughs> <laughs> body shop. Oh, that's some real shit, dude. Yeah. Especially in Italian. And so he hands me the bill at the end of the thing. It was three sixty, and he goes, "Wait, are you going through insurance?" And I was like. No, and he was like, okay, 300 And I was like, thank you for doing that, man, because he saw that, you know, that's the price that he can charge the insurance company. Yeah. But also he recognized me being a young kid who was paying out of pocket and was like, look, all right, just give me 300 That's good enough. Yeah. I did this favor. I gave you the thing, whatever. And um, that was an example of how the – I take that back to the LabCorp shit, and it's a blatant example of how hyperinflated – the prices are for these medical procedures. There is absolutely no justification anyone could give me that a routine SCD test, the easy one, like the simple one, the piss yeah, in a cup and scan, piss test. Yeah, and scan for two diseases. I think it was three. I think there was another one. It was like trachotomomus vaginalis. I was like, I'm definitely not that. I don't even have a vagina, dude. I don't fucking have throat. Strip <laughs> <in> my dick. <laughs> Strip dick throat. It's like, oh, damn. Um, Three disease. There's no way you can convince me that the market price of that is five hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, it's not real. And so all these prices are made up because the, because everyone goes through insurance. And so when everybody goes through insurance, they just say, "Well, fuck it." The insurance company's paying for it, and they just jack up the price however high yeah. they want. And then if you're some idiot like me who doesn't happen to have insurance, or you're just a person who can't get insurance. You wind up having to pay for this stuff out of pocket, and you realize how ridiculous it is. Most people don't even probably see their medical bills. Mm-hmm. There's no other industry where you walk into a 7-Eleven and you go, hey, can I get a Snickers bar? And they say, yeah, it can be anywhere between 2 and $10. Yeah. And you walk into the register, like, all right, so uh, the Snickers bar wound up being nine fifty, And you're like, why? Why can't you just tell me how much it is? What other industry does that? No other industry. Just the health industry. Yeah. They can get away with fucking anything, and you're stuck with the like, I call them up and I'm talking to this lady, and she, you could tell, cause she's a customer service person. She gets shit from people all day. You know she doesn't want to hear it, but she's literally on the phone. She's like, oh yeah, that sucks. Like, I'm like, she, you could tell she was on my side, cause I was being nice. <laughs> I was just being nice, and like, I literally said, I was like, man, I'm sorry for wasting your time. I just need somebody to vent to. Honestly, I know it's not your fault. And she was like, oh no, blah blah blah. And she, I was like, I appreciate you doing the twenty percent thing. And so I paid the three hundred extra bucks. And before I hung up the phone, I said, you know what? $500 for an SCD test. I might just quit having sex altogether. And she laughed and we both <laughs> laughed. And, and it was a nice, it was a nice interaction. But it just, I, I mean, it's almost weird to say, mm-hmm. but the fact that I was clean makes me even more mad. Yeah, right. Because I paid $500 
to have somebody tell me what I already knew. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, you don't have an STD. Yeah. And I'm like, Jimmy, you don't have an STD. And you know you weren't having enough sex to justify <laughs> one. <laughs> it was un- Come on, man. real, dude. <laughs> it's Joe Biden. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> so, yeah, that that was, uh, I, I just, it just stings, dude. And, and you just got to forget about it. Yeah, that's bullshit. It's all you can do, just forget about it. Yeah. It's just, I mean, like you were talking about the traffic tickets earlier. It's like, dude, you got me. Yeah. I'll pay up. It, it's kind of, you know, I, I noticed when I was Googling for solutions that, like, there was already a class action lawsuit against them. And I already, whenever I would get a COVID test, because I'm not on insurance, Maryland mm-hmm. pays for it. And I would always say, guys, like, put it on Hogan's tab. Yeah. And he would, like, kind of laugh. I'd be like. <laughs> I'm a scumbag. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. I've gotten a ton of free tests. Yeah, dude. And then LabCorp got me back. LabCorp was like, oh, we threw in those three COVID tests in there. Yeah. yeah. Dan and Marissa are getting married twice. Yeah. See you in a month, bitch. <laughs> See you in a month. <laughs> Hope you got insurance. Oh man. Yeah. But you just gotta you just gotta move along. Look, the only way that you can ever psychologically deal with these things. Just treat it like tuition. I paid $500 in tuition to the school of life. And I learned a very valuable lesson, which is... Get don't STD checks from Planned Parenthood. Because <laughs> they're free. They're free. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> you should have told me you were going to get an STD test. I would have told you that way sooner. Usually something I tell people. I guess. <laughs> next true. time I will. Next yeah, time next I will. Time, let me know. <laughs> next time I undergo any procedure, I'm gonna call you next time I have sex. <laughs> like, Eric, do you think this is worth it? Talk to this girl. See what? Because <laughs> I can't do it again, dude. I don't have enough money to be having all this sex. Yeah, I don't even have money for condoms anymore. So you know I'm going raw. <laughs> <laughs> now I I force myself to get an SED because I paid for a clean test, dude. Oh my god. Damn. That's life, though, dude. That's life, dude. That's life. At least you didn't lose millions of dollars <laughs> on GameStop. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's like that at the end of the day, like all this shit happening this week. Whenever you see something like that, you're like, all right, at least I'm not that big of an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just got, I went big on chlamydia stocks, dude. Let me tell you, chlamydia stocks have fucking plummeted. You were shorting them, dude. And the market sh- caught up. The market caught you with your pants down. <laughs> they did, dude. Put them, pumped the price up to five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Where was Robin Hood when I needed him? But yeah, that's the moral of that story. That's Just, the moral uh, of that story. Get insurance. Get insurance. Yeah, get insurance. Subscribe to our podcast. Subscribe. Give us a fucking nice rating. Mm-hmm. Throw us a like. Throw us a like. Throw us a comment. I've been hearing that apparently comments are the big thing on YouTube now, which means that our spam comments are now coming in handy. Perfect. So whatever those guys, Steve, who said we should have more views but wasn't a real human. Thanks, Steve. I invite (laughs) all bots. I want bots. If you're a bot, bring it on over. I'm interested to see, like, anything you're advertising, dude. I'm interested in this thousand subscriber ray-ban links yeah, ray-ban links <laughs> fucking sweaters and stuff bring it over bring it over 
at LFTS podcast on everything. Mm-hmm. Spam our comments with fraud. <laughs> fraud. At Eric Glazer. At yeah. Jimmy Seleski. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Guys, I'll be at Valley Inn this week, Friday, uh, February 5th from 5 to 9. Uh, for the next while, next couple of months, I'll be there first Fridays at Valley Inn, 5 to 9. So that is nice. coming up quick on us. If you're listening to this now, stop listening. Go get your uh, booze shoes on and come out to Valley Inn and bring a lot of money. Because... Uh, that place is not cheap. Mm-hmm. And but Jimmy it's good. expects tips. I expect tips, and I expect oysters Rockefeller, <laughs> and I expect 50% of whatever pearls you find in them. So, uh, yeah. Catch that. you guys uh, next week. Peace. Peace.